Hi Lynn, um, in this podcast I'm going to discuss how I supported a colleague of mine um, with creating new content with Nearpod. Um, colleague um, from the Lurgan campus contacted me through Microsoft Teams about how to use Nearpod. She was familiar with some aspects of it but couldn't work out how to add activities and videos to her presentation. So the first thing I did was I shared my screen and opened Nearpod on the internet. I opened my folder and we looked at some content that I had previously developed. I went through the main features she could use such as lessons and content readily available by other lecturers and teachers. I had to search for topics and the different formats used in presentations by others when creating content. First feature I wanted to focus on was the lesson builder, which allows the lecturers to build content from scratch or upload existing materials that they maybe have on their hard drive or on their computer. However, I also informed my colleague that there's a create tab, which um, does exactly the same thing, which is another way to build a lesson. I went through how to create a PowerPoint and demonstrated how to add activities as well as videos to our presentation. I went through different types of activities which can be added, such as memory tests, polls, matching pairs, etc. And what I felt worked well. For example, with Nearpod, I usually commence my presentations with the collaboration board, which I used to brainstorm on a topic just to find out whether what students know about it or what they can remember about a topic. Then usually I start with the main part of the lesson and um, which includes sorry an educational video on the topic and it's usually followed followed by recall activities so um, maybe like matching pairs um, so trying to work out and link the answers and at the end of the session always usually with an open question so students can demonstrate higher order thinking so they have to explain in more detail this was all discussed with my colleagues, so we, we engaged on, on what went well, what didn't, and what I felt worked well. To complete the session, I went back through how to create the lesson from scratch, how to add content and activities. I asked my colleague to share her screen and to demonstrate what features she would use to build a lesson from scratch and how to add activities. We also looked at the reports feature, which is important and um, which is a good tool. So you can really gauge whether um, the students have, for example, um, grasped, let's say, content, important content. And it's good to sort of measure their learning in regards to recall activities and also with higher order thinking in open ended questions. So finishing off then, so I went back over everything and I asked um, my colleague to share her screen, just like I said, to make sure that she could navigate the site and knew, knew how to use the different features on it and was happy enough. So another wee thing that I did do at the end was I shared my Nearpod lessons with my colleague as a support tool. So um. A lot of my lessons tend to start off with collaboration or brainstorming and then we have the body of the lesson and then after that recall and then usually some type of 
open-ended question to some students can elaborate and really demonstrate their knowledge. Um, so I shared my lessons with her uh, the way that I usually find the best way to go about it and asked my colleague to share her newly created lesson with me when completed. And that's how I usually go around, go about um, helping and supporting staff with um, digital technolo technologies that they're not familiar with. So that's an example of Nearpod, but I'm regularly supporting colleagues with uh, Microsoft Teams and Quizzy and Quizlet, different things that they can use to help improve their online delivery. Thank you.